It's Thursday, February 23rd, and this is Brian with The Morning News. Give us five minutes and we'll give you the headlines you need to know to be in the know. The Biden administration is considering releasing intelligence it believes shows that China is weighing whether to supply weapons to support Russia's war in Ukraine, according to U.S. officials. The discussions on public disclosure came ahead of Friday's United Nations Security Council meeting, marking one year since Russia invaded Ukraine. It follows a number of closed-door appeals to China, coordinated among North Atlantic Treaty Organization allies, that culminated in a formal warning delivered over the weekend in Munich to Wang Yi, China's senior foreign policy official, by a number of Western officials, including Secretary of State Antony Blinken and British Foreign Secretary James Cleverly. Mr. Blinken went public with his warning after the meeting, saying in an interview with CBS News that China is seriously exploring supplying arms to Russia. Mr. Blinken will address the Security Council to mark the anniversary of the Ukraine war. One year ago, Mr. Blinken also spoke to the Council and shared U.S. intelligence that pointed toward Russia's invasion. Around the world, Palestinian militants in Gaza launched rockets at southern Israel and Israeli aircraft struck targets in the coastal enclave early Thursday after a deadly gun battle with Israeli troops in the occupied West Bank killed 10 Palestinians. The bloodshed extends one of the deadliest periods in years in the West Bank, where dozens of Palestinians have been killed by Israeli fire since the start of the year. Palestinian attacks on Israelis in the same period have killed 11 people. The Israeli military said Palestinian militants fired six rockets and two anti-aircraft missiles from the Gaza Strip toward the country's south early Thursday. Air defenses intercepted five of the rockets, according to the military, and the missiles did not hit their targets. One missile landed in an open field. The attacks were not immediately claimed by Palestinian militant groups. Israeli aircraft then struck several targets in northern and central Gaza, including a weapons manufacturing site and a military compound belonging to the Hamas militant group that rules the enclave. Back in the U.S., strong winds and heavy snowfall whipped western and central states Wednesday, causing airlines to cancel more than a thousand flights and leaving tens of thousands of homes without power as a winter storm barreled across the U.S. More than 1,500 flights within, into, or out of the U.S. were canceled by 5.30 p.m. Eastern Time, according to FlightAware. Delta and Southwest said they were closely monitoring weather forecasts and keeping customers up to date on conditions. A spokesperson for SkyWest said the winter storms had affected multiple airport hubs across the country. Wind gusts of up to 64 miles an hour swept parts of Northern California, while forecasters in the Midwest warned some areas to brace for record snowfall. Winter weather advisories have been issued across at least 20 states spanning from California to Maine. School districts in states, including Michigan, Minnesota, North and South Dakota, Utah, and Wyoming closed Wednesday due to the weather, and churches canceled Ash Wednesday services. And a trial of a four-day work week in Britain, billed as the world's largest, has found that an overwhelming majority of the 61 companies that participated from June to December 
will keep going with the shorter hours and that most employees were less stressed and had better work-life balance. The Cambridge University's team worked with researchers from Boston College, Autonomy, a research organization focused on the future of work, and the four-day-week global nonprofit community to see how the companies from industries spanning marketing to finance to nonprofits and their 2,900 workers would respond to reduced work hours while pay stayed the same. Not surprisingly, employees reported benefits with 71% less burned out, 39% less stressed, and 48% more satisfied with their job than before the trial. Now you know, and you're ready to go with the morning news. Share this with a friend, and subscribe to us wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. You can also sign up for our newsletter at themorningnews.com. Thank you for listening.